0: Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Today we have episode 51. We're going to be talking about the 15 important do's and don'ts of dating after 50. Again, our demographic is mostly 40s, 50s, and 60s. If you are new to online dating, these 15 tips will be of Significant importance in your online dating journey. And now on to the show. This is Eric from the What He Said She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. And today we're going to be talking about. 15 important do's. I already, I see that I made a uh, spelling error. Don'ts at dating over 50. So hopefully, my pod partner will be coming on soon. And we are, oh, I see that she's online. Oh, there she is. She's always anxious to get going. So I must. Give her the official countdown of three, two and one. It's official. It's official.
1: It's official. It's always official. funny when you're like
0: now, now, now? I'm like, yes, now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's such a there's and sometimes there's a delay. First I have to find there's, you there's lag.
0: We have lag. That's what it's there's called. A little leg. A little lag la- little leg. A little laggy is not maybe a little (laughs) loggy. So we're actually going back to the roots of our podcast, which is the demo of forties, fifties, and sixties. And this is this article that we're going to be talking about 15 important do's and don'ts, not fonts. I wrote fonts (laughs) updating after 50. I was typing it too fast. Yeah, it says fonts. (laughs) So we're not going to be talking about Sans <laughs> Serif, Helvetica, Ariel. Times ta- New Roman. Yeah, a little, little Times New Roman. We're going to, you know, go over our Adobe typeface chart. No, we're not going to be doing that. We're going to be no. talking about do's and don'ts of dating over 50. Both Michelle and I, even though we look so very young,
1: we are <laughs> both <not>. over 50. <laughs> Well, oh my gosh! Wait, I'm looking at our crowd list, and there's solution strategist, sex, magic, that? spirit whisperer, the awakening spirit whisperer. ceremonies, master of self, jewel of the Nile, and so much more. Solution strategist.
0: He's listening. Uh, to us. S- solution strategist sounds very official. Actually, there's a whole. I keep finding all these like sub things. There's a little bell in the top corner and when you hit it, it goes down. Like all these people have been sending me messages and I'm going, Oh crap. I didn't, I didn't read any of these questions. And it's like, you know, people were like asking dating advice from us. Um, you know, asking dating advice from us. So it was uh, kind of interesting.
1: Oh, the notification bell.
0: Yes. A little notification. Oh. There's, a, there's a whole thing of questions that people have been asking us. And I didn't realize it till the other day. Well, last Monday, the app crashed right after I hung up with you. Oh, and then no. I got, it got hung up and then it, I went back in and it was still recording, but I couldn't get into it. And then oh crap. I got a thing on the screen that says error and I'm like oh we lost the podcast. Oh, and then man. so like I what happened to, to me after an hour. <laughs> yeah, I tried to I tried to do this recovery and and then the next day miraculously you know giving kudos to wisdom it was there. The whole oh hour and a half was there. And I was like, Crazy. wow, okay. Well, they must have some sort of backup system uh, built into their app. And so it must have went to the backup when the primary, you know, failed. So hmm. unlike yours on Anchor, it yours is what I got wished into the cornfield.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm never no which idea. sucks. Sure does. It was it was a good one. So I'll have to get I decided I'm gonna get kimber and tasha on together because the three of us are we will have a good time
0: <laughs> well maybe i should supervise so, anyway that. maybe yeah, I can, maybe i can do the anchor on my end and i'll i'll just i'll just be the fly on the wall
1: and make it just happen so i don't screw it up again
0: yeah well anyway I mean, well i think how about i think you killed the app before you hit save <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, the problem was I had to hurry up and get out of the house to walk my dog and I should have just left my phone, but yeah, now it's I mean, coyote I've, mating season.
0: <laughs> put put it this way. I've done that too, where I've just, you know, you go through that thing you're like, Oh, I got a million apps running and you just, and you just start killing them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you realize, Oh wait, I didn't <laughs> save that. I need, I need to go back and save it. Yeah, I know. Right. I yeah, that happens. Right. Anyway, that happens too. All right,
1: let's get rolling with the article because I am do under time constrained. Fifteen
0: important do's and fonts of dating after fifty. <laughs> do's and fonts. Being yourself and knowing what you want can help you deal with the challenges. Amen. So, so, so I'm going to start. Go ahead. Remember the thrill of dating in your teens and twenties, even. I don't think anyone was thrilled about dating in their teens. I just think that was an awkward phase. So even if you are keen on dating after 50, you can still have a good time. At whatever age, the feelings associated with dating are the same. This is because a person's body may age, but the heart doesn't. Oh, so so sweet. As someone (laughs) wisely said, age is merely an illusion. But if you're over 50 and want to date, but are feeling anxious, This post may be of assistance. As the dating world has changed with time, you may be wondering how to date and what the do's and don'ts are. Read on as we offer valuable advice that can help you gain confidence and have a more enjoyable dating experience. Very (laughs) good.
1: All right. I'm going to go ahead and start. So here are 15 tips for dating after 50, whether you're widowed, singled, or single or divorced you can still go ahead and date for good reasons. Number one, be truthful. If asked, saying this loud and clear, people, be honest about your age. (laughs) You have a lot of life experience and great stories to share. There's nothing wrong with being any age, so no need to hide it. Be proud of who you are and all you've accomplished to get you to this place in your life. It's your time to shine. So funny, I did a a challenge a 6 week talent challenge called it's your time to shine um anyway i be, we've talked about this till we were um blue in the face about being honest about your age
0: the age don't start your age is a big
1: relationship year. of a lie
0: yeah i mean i know that some people and this happens where they're very active and they might fudge their age down 5 years Especially for women, because it seems like a, someone who's 50 might get men who are in their early 60s or even mid-60s hitting on them. And if they are super active like you are, there's no way that dude's going to keep up.
1: Yeah, you know, I was just thinking about my mom at my age <laughs> versus me at my age. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. completely different. Yes totally different. So, so I, yeah, get, I used it.
0: To get that, I used to get that at the hospital all the time. Like, Oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I rode, you know, I rode the San, I rode the San Clemente or I did a century and they're like, Oh, aren't you tired? And it's like, yeah, but good tired.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. You know, there's a difference between just being exhausted from life and like being good tired from as I yawn. Like, yeah. as a as, <laughs> Well, you it's like almost past your bedtime.
1: I know. Well thanks to was, God when I sense. was in
0: Australia and I was working my ass off every day. I was on the Michelle schedule. So we'd have dinner pretty much every night at about seven. And so dinner's wrapping up about eight, eight thirty, and I'm just like, Oh man, I'm gonna I gotta go to bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's a late dinner. I mean, usually dinner for me is six, six thirty.
0: Yeah, we had but, dinner pretty um... much like clockwork every night at seven. So we'd have They'd have cocktails at six. Uh all right, you know we're on the really following off six thirty, <laughs> And then we'd all go to the dining room and have dinner at seven. And so Crazy. that was Yeah, that was kind of the norm. And about some days, you know, I was getting up at four thirty, five thirty, five thirty was kind of the norm. Some days the four thirty days, man, those were rough.
1: Oh, it was like, I you know.
0: Setting like multiple alarms because it's like, you know, can't really sleep through it. I'm working.
1: That's right. So, All right. I'm going on to the next one. Figure out it. what you want. Think about what you want before, before you start this process. Are you seeking a long-term relationship, a casual one, or simply companionship? What qualities are important to you? What are your non-negotiables? For example, no drugs, must have a job, et cetera. It's important to figure out what you want so you don't waste your or anyone else's time. Agreed. I think you need to have your non-negotiables and and your I must have list. I agree with this one wholeheartedly. All right, you go next.
0: Oh, hold on. I got to scroll down. Don't stress over your past. This is true. You may have the baggage of insecurities from the past. It could be related to failed relationships, children and their problems or any health issues. We can't change our past. You have a choice. You can look to your past with dread and regret or you can look at it as a teacher. Find the lessons in what has happened. Find strength in what you've overcome. No need to dwell on the past, especially not when on the date. In case it is hard to process and let go, seek professional help and get clarity before going into the dating pool. This is my this was my big take. And I would say this to people and every once in a while I would say it to someone and they would kind of look at me and they go, shit. And I go, when, when I got divorced and I was 50, Uh, I go, I'm on the back half of my life. I know. You know, and, and when you say that people are like, holy shit, we are. And it's like, yeah, I want to make the next twenty years really great. Yeah, because man, once you hit your mid seventies, man, stuff's gonna start falling apart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you hope it doesn't, but odds are against you, you know. So it's like gotta gotta look gotta have perspective and look at it from a standpoint of there's only so much time, and so we need to take. We need to take that time and utilize it wisely. Now, what that means is, you know, are you really going to go out there looking for that one person who's going to compliment your life? Or are you just going to kind of casually date around? To me, it's like if you are with that someone who is, you know, has an expiration date, cut that tie, man, and move forward.
1: Yes. For sure.
0: Agreed. Yep. Yep. All right. You read the next one. Be yourself. Like, I have trouble with that. One of the most important things to remember (laughs) is be who you are. You don't have to hide or portray yourself as someone other than who you really are to attract people. Remember, when you are comfortable with yourself, you can date smoothly and find the person who would love you for your uniqueness. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have to... It's always very interesting to me, is that when we are at this age, and maybe you put on a few pounds, maybe the you get the hair's getting a little gray or the hair's getting a little thin, and people start freaking out about that stuff, and it's kind of like, yeah, everyone's gone through that. Exactly. And if and if someone decides that they don't want to go out with you because you have a few gray hairs that person you, is an idiot
1: a little cut pretentious ass, and you don't want to be with them anyway
0: now exactly
1: absolutely
0: exactly Agreed. so it's like Agreed. you know if if you're dating a 50 something and he's expecting perfection from you i'm talking about the male to female it's like <laughs> yeah because what's my common phrase? Men are idiots. Men are idiots. Yeah, that's right. That is common. <laughs> and it's for you. like, and it's like, yeah, you can go out and date some thirty-year-olds, but they're more interested in your wallet than, you know, anything else.
1: Yep. And what kind of substance are they going to be able to um, apply to your life? Probably not a whole lot. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go on to number five. Do Don't it. Give up. Don't give up. No matter what? your age, what? dating involves ups and downs. Finding someone compatible after 50 may not be as simple as it was years ago when you were young and life experiences were fewer. You may not find that right person on your first few dates. It could take weeks or months to find the best match. Until then, use this as an opportunity to meet new people, learn more about yourself, and appreciate the time on your own. It may take some time, so don't give up too soon. And I do like their quick tip here. Do not take rejections personally, as it doesn't mean you're undesirable. It's okay to have a few hits and misses before landing where you're meant to be.
0: Yep, I agree with that.
1: Agreed. Actually, you know, it's really sad. My uh, client of mine from back east, um, she was 50, had never been married, right? She finally meets this guy online and um they dated for about a year and she was like over the moon like you know how when you talk to somebody and they smile
0: yeah they're just ecstatically in love with that person
1: yeah but like i would be on the phone with her because i was here and she was there
0: and there and you can feel them beaming
1: yes and that was exactly what happened and um he he just he took his life. It was one of those holy crap, crazy things that no one in his life knew that that was even on his radar.
0: <laughs> crazy. Oh my God, that's awful. Right. Well, I mean, oh, it, I mean, I it's like it- you know, you think about. You, I always think about Robin Williams when you know they talk about someone who preemptively took his life and. A lot of people don't recall that he was diagnosed with a significant um, brain disorder. Mm-hmm. And in, and he knew that his, his wit and his sharpness, he knows that that was going to be either in decline or he was already seeing the decline. And I think, I think in those kind of situations, you wonder if it's pride. A lot of it's mm-hmm. pride. Like, I don't want anyone to remember me as the guy who was on stage and he couldn't remember. Yeah. And yep. he wasn't very old when he committed suicide. I want to say he was in his early sixties. Yeah. And and it's like, but you know, it's you know, people always say people always say, you know, the when someone commits suicide, it's a very selfish act, which it is. But in that in that kind of situation, it's like you feel. You feel for them. Yeah. You know, totally. You, you, re- you really do feel for them. And Yeah, yeah he was 63. 63. I mean, like, and I kind of grew up. I was a little, I'm a little older than you. So I remember like Mork and Mindy. I mean, Mork and Mindy for me is like the first time I remember him.
1: Oh, my gosh. I used to have a Mork and Mindy sleeping bag. That was my favorite <laughs> show of all
0: time. <laughs>
1: yes. And it had those little yellow suspenders. That's yes. how you wrapped the sleeping bag up.
0: Okay, this is a yellow crazy yellow bit suspended. of trivia, but a lot of people don't know <laughs> that Mork from Ork had a had a uh, what was I going to say? Mork from <laughs> Ork had a uh, role on Happy Days. Oh, I believe so. No, he was. That's where, that's where you first saw Mork from Ork, and then he so blew everyone away on his little role in Happy Days. He was he was a Mork from Ork, meaning a man from another planet. They built that whole series around him because he kind of blew everyone. I think it was Gary. Marshall. He blew everyone 1978.
1: away. Seventy-eight. Mar- Mark meets Fonzie. Now I'm gonna have yeah. to go back and watch that because
0: yeah. I idolized hey, Arthur. Yeah. Happy days, yeah, Morgan yes. Mork was on Happy Days. Mork oh first gosh. appeared in Happy Days season five, February 1978.
1: That's awesome! All right, now I'm gonna Isn't have to go crazy? look at that
0: clip. Can't believe I remembered that.
1: It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. I'm gonna watch it later. It's All right, YouTube. we digress again. Okay, um, on. take it steady.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do read it. This one, you're doing it. Okay, I'll do it. Take it steady. <laughs> I'm Chances not doing it. Chances are, remember when that was like a thing? You'd say, "Are we going steady?"
1: <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs>
0: Come on, when you were like when you're like a teenager.
1: I don't remember going steady. Will you go out with me? Was what we used to say.
0: No, when you're going steady, that means you're like a thing. You're like boyfriend. Oh, that's because
1: I never went steady.
0: <laughs> you never went steady
1: not
0: in high school oh man oh man getting to know about michelle here Yeah. so okay chances are something has happened to get you from to this place of being single again you may have recently gotten divorced lost a loved one and ended a long relationship there needs to be time to heal a new partner can't be the fix-all and many times getting involved too quickly after a breakup can lead to a new set of problems no one else can make you happy. Dating is an opportunity to find someone who can add to your life, not be the thing that will make life worth living again. Take it slow and steady. What's the thing? Uh, are you the one that always says, do they add to my cup?
1: Yes. Wait, you didn't finish the bottom there. When you were over 50 and dating, oh, when you're over take 50 it slow and so that so you that do you... not hurt yourself emotionally. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I always say you're either draining my cup or filling my cup. <laughs> if you're draining my cup, I'm kicking your butt to the curb. True. Because my cup has been drained for way too many years. Way too many.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, I think when people go through a uh, hard marriages, whether it was emotional or in the in the case of you know your, you know, it's no secret your ex was a, a bit of a drinker. It's like that takes a toll on you, and so, like, when you you met um, what the hell was his name? Drunk Bob, <laughs> drunk Bill, drunk Bill, drunk Bill. It's like it's like you had like PTSD over it, and so you're, just like, so you're just like, yeah, we're not, I'm not going down this road again. I, I know where this road leads. Oh, yeah, yeah, and so, and many times. I think having adult, if, if you can't at a minimum have an adult conversation with someone in their 50s, it's like, man, that is a recipe for freaking disaster.
1: Yeah, well, it, that, that all depends on how you've been communicating with your former partner and, and what, kind of, what kind of trauma you're trying to get over.
0: Right, so, me, which, but being, which leads oh, me to which leads number you to?
1: seven, don't trash talk your ex. No matter what may have happened with your ex, it's not the time to talk about it on a date. You may have thoughts about previous relationships or about men and women in general and how they have done you wrong. But sharing that early on is not a good idea. Your new companion may consider you mean, negative, or bitter and may be hesitant to go out with you again. Yeah. Nice. No need to trash. Maybe explain yeah,
0: things that happened. I think another thing that happens, and this has happened to me, where the first thing they ask you right out of the gate was, "Tell me about your. Tell me about your marriage. Why are you divorced?" Yeah, and right. And they hit you with that right? on date one, and and I always kind of say, I go, that's a really long story. And I don't wanna sit here and talk about my ex for an hour. I'd rather get to know you and learn more about you. Okay, I have a question. Sure. I hear crickets. I have a cricket. (laughs) I swear to God, I have a cricket.
1: Okay, I saw it and I'm like, wait, am I hearing
0: things? There's a cricket, well, my cat, yeah, you. He's he's been laying down at the job, man. There's a cricket in my house, and I can't get him out. I don't know oh, where he's man. at. That would well, be r- maybe keeping I could just me tell up you. at night. Maybe I could just tell you I'm out in the woods. Yes, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm out in the I'm out in the back forty. We're doing the podcast live from the from the you know the forest. Oh, no. your, I have a there's cr- your voice. I have freaking cricket. Oh, jeez! he's downstairs. I could hear that. Thank God he's downstairs and not upstairs where my bedroom that is.
1: Cricket's, that crickets, crickets downstairs. I can hear it clear as day.
0: Yes, he might be in Man. the window. He might be in the window in front of my uh, my office.
1: I, I gotta go check it out now. I think you're. <laughs> I think your crickets bringing cricket friends. Oh,
0: he just he just he just went quiet. Oh I think, yeah, I, I think right, we taunted dude. him with cricket so much <laughs> that he decided to go mute. Daisy, stop. Yeah, so he decided to go mute. Yeah, but talking about your ex on date one is instant death. Do not Mm. bring up your ex. If someone goes, hey, tell me about why you're divorced, it's like kind of push it aside and go, that's a really long story. I would much prefer getting to know more about to get you. To know you get to know you and you know more about me because first dates sometimes kind of have a an expiration date you know sometimes people only like to to talk for an hour some people literally have like okay i'll meet you for coffee i'm going to give you an hour and it's like and you don't want to be talking about your ex you don't want to hear them right. talking about their ex exactly and lastly if you get to a point where you are talking about your ex or, or past relationships or past marriages, do not, absolutely do not just go full angry person <laughs> with the person in front of you because you it, just, it just doesn't, I lost it doesn't present well.
1: What happened? I don't know. You you like went out for a hot
0: second. I went out for a anyway, hot second. Anyway, why don't
1: you go ahead? Number eight expand I lost you for a
0: your expand your reach don't fixate on a type when you're stepping t- into the dating scene after 50 meet people from different professions cultures regions and backgrounds completely agree definitely meet people outside your norm i think sometimes you will be happily surprised it would be refreshing yeah. to date people from distinctive environments as they can make your dating experience adventurous and fun filled Agree completely. You know, yeah. I think sometimes dating those people outside your box, Um whether... <laughs> that's what she that's said. That's what he said. Oh, that's what she said.
1: Oh, Goodness. man. Okay.
0: Well, you, you definitely don't want it to be outside the box.
1: <laughs> sometimes... <laughs> Oh, my. Anyway, I remember remember reading this um, book on dating and that was the one thing it did say. If you're online dating to like not necessarily look for a type because you never know. Right. And that's what basically it was saying, like, give everybody a chance unless it's something like, you know. You know, just just by reading the profile, like this is just a hell no.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, the, well, you know, if it, is it hell no or like the head's moving? Hell no.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I. Was the head's doing moving back and forth. Hell, hell no. no.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: All I've right, actually, moving on. I've
0: actually seen. Oh. I've actually seen first dates going down in flames like right in front of me at a table next to me it's just like wow okay interesting <laughs> so
1: all right number nine begin with light conversations
0: i agree, I agree with that
1: <laughs> the initial dates could make you anxious especially when you're dating after decades keep conversations light-hearted and straightforward don't ask serious questions or discuss some topics For example, don't talk about children or religious expectations, as those are serious topics. It would be too soon to talk about them.
0: Agreed. I think one of the most important things, if they have a profile, and hopefully they've written more than one sentence, is read (laughs) their profile. And so if you are a mad, crazy Trumper, and then they say, absolutely no Trumpers, man, that's going to be, that's trouble. And that's trouble in paradise already. Yeah. And so you got to read the profile. And if there's some things that you, I think one that I used to put was like, I'm more spiritual than religious because Mm -hmm. I I grew up Catholic. So it was kind of beat into me from a young age till all the way through high school And so that's absolutely true. And so someone had someone asked me one time, like, what exactly does that mean? What does that mean to you? Like, Can you explain it? And so we were in this email exchange at that time. And so I explained it to them. And so and so I think sometimes having a little bit of a conversation through messages is important to kind of, you know, get get your, you know, your communication style going. But then I think transitioning from sending a message to actual phone calls and having a phone conversation. I think that's also important before you jump to the next step and actually meet them in person. So, yep. and, but I, we've said this in podcast prior. I know there's a lot of people nowadays just because the ability to zoom or FaceTime is so easy. People are like, okay, I've, We've had five, ten messages go back and forth. Okay, I, we need the FaceTime. Part yeah. of that is a they want to see you and they want to hear you, but b they also want to make sure that you're not putting up some old photos in your. You put fifty two, but you're really sixty two. I think that's yeah. also part because some people have feel have gotten burned with online dating. And especially people fudging their age. Mm-hmm. Yep. My cat's outside fighting with another cat. He's not in here getting I can the cricket. Hear him. He's not in here getting the cricket. Jeez. Well, there's another black cat in the neighborhood, Dave. and they they don't like each other. So my cat thinks he's a, he's a little killer.
1: He <laughs> can't hear it.
0: What? You
1: can't hear no, Daisy he, snoring.
0: He's outside he's outside. They're yelling at each other.
1: No, I was wondering if you could hear Daisy snoring. She's sitting right next to me.
0: No, not yet. Mm. Okay. All right. T- go on 10. go on number ten. Yes, you want me yes. to do number ten? Do it. Try online dating. so freaking lutely. Again, online dating does do nothing <laughs> except give you opportunities. To meet people that you would normally, 99% of the time, never meet in the wild. Uh. So, in case you're skeptical about dating after 50, you can try online dating by finding an appropriate dating site. Ooh, there's a link there. I'm going to click on it. Okay, so, watch, it'll take me out of the article. It did! I don't want to do that. Okay, so i got to go back. Hold on online dating. So when you begin, you need to set up your dating profile, add a few photos and describe yourself briefly. Sometimes I think it's better to have a little more info about who you are, what you're looking for, and be very specific. And so if the person spends a few minutes actually reading your profile, hopefully they're not just swiping right to everything which does happen when you begin chatting or talking with your online date, try to be flirty to keep the conversation interesting. Hmm, That could be dangerous. However, do not go overboard. Also don't take too much time to respond to your dates as it makes you appear rude or uninterested. Even asking too soon, may be too fast. Hence try to find the sweet spot. You should also Michelle. That was your cue. Okay, you should also be aware of online dating frauds. Some people making fake profiles, and they're trying to pull your personal information and trick you. It does happen. A few red flags to watch out for include dating websites asking too much information, every profile looks like a celebrity, someone getting too emotional or wanting to meet you at a strange place, and someone asking for money, be careful and don't fall into such traps. If someone is asking you for money right off the bat, that is an instant delete. That mm-hmm. That is an instant. Do you see
1: the quick tip? The quick tip? <laughs> just the tip. <chip.
0: laughs> just, just, Well, that's what he said. It's just the tip, baby.
1: <laughs> working on your online profile with a friend. Work, fu- working on your, work on your online profile with a friend. Well, it's, funny, okay. it's funny
0: that we talk about that. And what's the next one? Number 11. <laughs> just-
1: Number 11, I'll go. Don't Do it. give a big deal about sex. That, that is some strange language right there. Don't that give like a big someone, deal.
0: That sounds like it went through a translator and it came out weird.
1: I'm telling you. Uh, when you are not ready or delighted with your new relationship, you shouldn't have sex. You need to wait and spend some more time with your partner and get comfortable. Be open if you need time. Just because you're worried they might leave you or that you're aging, doesn't mean you should have sex. Listen to your guts, and you will know when it is the right time.
0: You know what's absolutely shocking to me is in after, in doing this podcast for about a year now. You know, people come and they and they talk to they talk to both you and I about online dating, which because somehow having this podcast has made us kind of experts. And I'm always shocked at people who have so much going for them, whether it's mm. looks, they got a good job, you know, and they're just good human beings. Worry about, oh my God, I'm, I'm never gonna find anybody. Yeah. It's like- that The more you me, put
1: that out there.
0: <laughs> well, I think also too, when you have that thought process, and it kind of embeds itself in you, it's like you do then throw off this air of desperation. And I think that attracts the wrong kind of people. Mm. Agree. Okay, so. Agree. Number 12. It shows a couple dancing the night away, an older couple. Mm Be free Guessing to have the fun. guys,
1: the guys in the prior pictures too.
0: Which one the dating young at heart guy or which one
1: after number three, number, number three, number three, the I, same I, guy.
0: Is it the same guy? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. look at that.
0: I wonder I if he's the one who so. once wrote the article, maybe.
1: Or, or the grandpa of the person that yeah.
0: read the article. Oh, goodness gracious. Don't control <laughs> oh. yourself too much or do things that you don't want to just to keep your companion close. It is okay if you have no intention of marriage or just looking for a casual relationship. Whatever it is, let your partner know about it so that they don't have assumptions and expectations. I I had this conversation with someone not too long ago. I think it's really important to know where someone is in their process. And Absolutely. what that means is are they 6 months post divorce? Or they three years post-divorce? Mm-hmm. So the person who's three years hopefully has done the work to resolve that past relationship and they're ready to move on. The person who's still within the year of their divorce, they still got a lot of shit to deal with. Yeah, They're still dealing with a lot of emotional, I'm not going to call it baggage, I'm just going to call it entanglements, a lot of emotional entanglements. That will keep them from moving forward. And Mm -hmm. so when you talk to someone and they say, oh, I'm divorced. If they say I'm separated, man, that's like run for the hills. It's like separated is not divorced. And if they're separated, they are a long way from being ready to be in a long-term relationship. If that's what you're looking for.
1: True. Agreed.
0: Agreed. Yep. Oh, don't introduce them to the family. That's interesting. Number 13. I'll do it. Don't introduce (laughs) them to the family. You got a little excited about this. You may have found the right companion who holds similar interests, but you cannot decide in a few dates whether the relationship will last. Therefore, it is wise to keep your dating to yourself. Do not rush to introduce your partner to your friend's family or even children. Take your time. Once you sense your relationship has baked substantially, that's a weird <laughs> word. Hmm, Okay, I put it on 400. You can take the next step of letting your partner themselves with your family. I always loved this story, and its it was horrifying for the person that I saw. Oh, I remember this story. Yeah, so I, I grew up in the city of Claremont, and so, and my mom grew up in the city of Claremont, and my grandmother grew up in the city of Claremont, and so, <laughs> my, the person who I was talking to says, hey, why don't we meet in Claremont? I said, fantastic idea. I love Claremont. I'll give you the grand tour. I'll show you all the little, little points of interest. And so we're walking down Yale Avenue. Again, this is date one. And I look down the street and I see my mother, my sister, my niece, my aunt and my cousin all getting out of a car and they're waving at me. (laughs) And I said, oh shit. (laughs) And then I turn to my date and I go, well, um, unfortunately you're gonna meet my mother. And she goes, what are you talking about? I go, oh, you see all those people down there getting out of the car and they're like waving at me? Yeah, that's my mom, that's my aunt, my sister, my niece, and my cousin. And she's go, she turns to me and goes, ha ha, funny. And I go, oh no, that's really them. That's really them. And then she just got horrified, like, oh my God, like, did you do this on purpose? Did you set this up? It's like, no, you're in my hometown. This shit happens. And that's crazy. And on on the other dates, I've run into a crazy amount of people that I've known and, you know, and had had to stop and talk with them. And it's like, and it's, so it's, it's always best to kind of, if you're going to meet someone for a first date, uh, find someplace on neutral ground, not necessarily your hometown. <laughs> well, if you're well known, Definitely. if you're well known in your hometown. Shoot. Shoot. I even tried to go
1: on a date outside my hometown and i ran into somebody there and it was awkward
0: in pennsylvania yeah so yep. did you just go oh this is my friend what's your name again oh yeah mike <laughs> <laughs> actually
1: you know the irony of what you just said that's what his name was mike pretty funny
0: yeah too funny yeah. well i guess well yeah you did Okay. all right
1: number yep. 14 don't Do compare your dates or relationships. Don't compare your current date with any of your exes. Each person is different and every relationship is unique. Thus, you should not gauge your new relationship. Uh, I'm glad that didn't say gouge. (laughs) Gauge your new relationship with all your previous ones. It would either make your date feel hurt or disgusted. In either case, they may not want to meet you again. So unless you don't want to meet them again, don't compare yourself or your dates with
0: your I think comparing date, unless you were like the Michelle speed dating,
1: what was it? (laughs) How many dates?
0: Was it five dates in two days or was it four? I can't remember. One
1: Friday, three Saturday, one Sunday.
0: Wow. Yeah. Five in one weekend. That's impressive. (laughs) So you had five dates in 48 hours.
1: Got to do what you got to do.
0: Yeah, but did you did you like did you have to like scratch your head and go Was it number one or was it number three? I
1: can't remember. <laughs>
0: no, I was
1: I was pretty pretty good at remembering. For okay,
0: sure. so I mean, the speed. Di- I've heard of people doing like one on Saturday, one on Sunday, but I've never actually heard of people doing five in forty eight hours. Yeah, I was
1: really getting tired of going out to eat and. <laughs> And different like, places. You only
0: drink so much coffee
1: exactly it's like
0: you're it's like man this is my 14th cup today what <laughs> no it was
1: like breakfast
0: lunch dinner that's great that's still that's, that, still that's still a little kooky
1: I'm trying to remember i think um i met my the dude from high school on Friday night first thing in the morning i met this This dude, (laughs) dude, who was a, um, he was an inventor and he was the one with the glass eye that I just, I couldn't stop. I didn't know where to stare. You couldn't get
0: past the glass eye?
1: I I just didn't know where to stare. And then Angry Tom was in there. Did you ask
0: him if he takes it out at night?
1: (laughs) No, I, I tried to just avoid the whole subject, quite honestly.
0: And yep. is, now was the glass eye the thing that you're like going? I don't know if I can get past this glass eye.
1: Um, I don't know. You know, you either feel it or you don't, right? And
0: uh, and you weren't feeling it.
1: I wasn't feeling it. I definitely wasn't going to feel the glass eye.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny.
1: Anyway, I don't know. It just there wasn't any. There was, he was no very chemistry. Nice. No chemistry. Very pleasant. He was a really tall dude, but uh, yeah, tall is
0: good because you're you're pretty I tall.
1: I I am above average. In well, height. that
0: one that one time when we were at the Christmas party and you were standing next to a Balmori, I was like, "Holy man, she's tall."
1: <laughs> well, I probably had some kind of heel on.
0: Oh, you had heels on, and Balmori's I think about five five.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, so you were, you were kind remember.
0: of towering over him. Yeah, Probably. Yeah, he's Probably. such a good guy. He's such a great guy. I really like him. Yes.
1: So. He made a really good, uh, good uh, appetizer.
0: Oh, was what did he make? I, I don't
1: remember, remember. It. but it was good. <laughs> oh, All right, go was, number 15.
0: We're going to do 15. Michelle's yawning. It's getting I, close um, to her nappy I time. Got,
1: no, actually, I have work to do before I go to bed.
0: Yeah, I got work to do also. But, okay, number 15, take your call for the next date. Again, that's very weirdly worded. In case you had a good time with your date and want to make a second one, you can ask them out. However, if your heart says no and you don't feel connected, you can move ahead. But if your date initiates or asks for a second date, answer them politely and let them know your thoughts. Don't avoid or ignore and hurt their feelings. Yeah, I think I think it's important being completely honest with someone mm-hmm. that way and there's been times where I've gotten the phone call the next day and I've I just said you know I just I just didn't feel a common connection you know wish you luck you know and yeah. move forward and and I think I think a lot of times and I've, and I brought this up before it's very easy to get in a cycle of meeting new people. And you're very excited about meeting new people and getting into these cycles of dating for one, two or three months. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't work out because the thing that you initially thought does bug you. And then so you're like, I can't deal with this. And then you move forward. And then but it's easy to get caught in these cycles of dating for short periods of time especially with online dating, because there is just an immense number of people out there to meet. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what website you go to, whether it's Match or Zusk or Bumble or, you know, OkCupid. There are literally hundreds of people. If you're near a major metropolitan area available to online date, because the methodology that most people are using, whether they're in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, or beyond is online dating to meet people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is, this is kind of funny. Um, by the way, you missed the quick tip again. You must <laughs> you're saying you're
0: saying I missed the tip. You did. You missed you it. You found the tip.
1: You may seek help from matchmaking services. They may charge a certain amount of money in exchange for a more personalized experience. Okay, so I I scrolled down to the infographic which kind of
0: made me giggle. Is uh, that the the one that's like the little cartoon at the bottom?
1: Yes, common misconceptions regarding dating after 50.
0: Yeah, false apprehensions, yeah.
1: I was giggling, people in 50s have too much past relationship baggage.
0: I don't think that's Um, true
1: generation um i think i think
0: most people who are in their 40s 50s 60s i think a lot of people have been married maybe once yeah you know and i think it's a rare bird that's been married two three or four times you know
1: know, it doesn't matter one person or two people you, you the baggage occurs from your experience right
0: I agree and what with that. happens I mean the the baggage the baggage is also how you dealt with the negativity that was part of that relationship you know True. have you have you done the emotional work to get through it or have you just kind of pushed it in the corner you know and and hope it goes away yeah and if you push it in the corner and hope it goes away it will rear its ugly head at some point in time.
1: Yeah. Agree.
0: Unfortunately. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, you know, but do we want to do the, the, I was going to read the, th- that bottom part. So why is dating over 50 so hard? Dating in your fifties can be hard because the dating pool is smaller than before. I think that is not necessarily true. And <laughs> unfortunately, you Unfortunately, you know, not now. No, and you don't see many people meeting your vibe by this time. I think that's true. You, I always, I'm always was focused on someone who, if all their pictures they were they were not smiling, for some reason that that always bothered me. Yeah, it's like it's like is there like no joy in this person's life? No you know? joy. Yeah. By this time you've seen it all, and you can just settle for anything. The changes in dating etiquette and fashion may also. Make dating challenging in your fifties. this was definitely written by a young person, so I think that's completely inaccurate as well well
1: there's an it's an advertisement for something yeah you see I think,
0: that I think people who are in their fifties a they have more money so they can be more fashionable. if the person <clears> who's <throat> dating in their fifties decides to show up in Bermuda shorts and a loud shirt, well, that's telling you something as well, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, what not it's like, to wear. Yeah. It's like, you know, at least put some pants on and a nice collared shirt. Come on. Put a little effort into it.
1: There you go. That's what my daughter would say. Mom, all the you could tell the Orange County boys because they they walk around wearing flip flops all the time. I'm like, what do you got against flip flops?
0: <laughs> it's true. But O.C.'s O.C.'s like its own vibe, you know.
1: Yeah, I haven't Wouldn't figured that out yet. I yeah. don't know. I don't. Somebody said something to me about, um oh, my hairdresser on Friday. She's like, oh yeah, you know, Orange County. It's it's um, pretentious, and you know, you got to have the right bags. And I'm like, well, I guess I don't really care because <laughs> it's it, oh oh. You not, mean like the
0: oh you got to be care. You got to be stoking the Louis Vuitton and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing you. when I was when I was in, I was in Melbourne. When when you walk through when you get through security at the Melbourne Airport, the stores in that airport are ridiculous. I mean, it's like Armani and Saks and every every high end retailer that you can imagine. So I imagine that they get a lot. Imagine they get a lot of international travelers that are just going in and dropping five ten grand without even blinking. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, yeah, these stores wouldn't exist if if. Unless people are actually going in them and spending the money. Yeah. So, what, sure. what was your, what was, you know, one of the things that's on this infographic is, and again, I'm going to put links in the show notes uh, once we get this up. And so people look for someone close to their age as they age. I think that's true, but. Did you have, like, a window, like, when you were divorced and how old were you, yeah. 40, 40, what?
1: Mm, no, I was 52.
0: 52 when you got divorced? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, so I you, think did I you did. you have,
0: like, a five up, five down, or were you looking specifically younger because no, you're I more fit?
1: To, <laughs> I went down to 40, I think. You went down
0: to 40. Oh, you almost went cougarish.
1: I went 40 to 60 maybe? Maybe 40. 45 to 60. I don't remember, honestly. What was the
0: one Maria but. had? Maria had the, remember she had the guy in the kilt? Left to <laughs> she had the guy. In the, she had the guy in the kilt who said he was like 60, but he looked like he was about 75.
1: Yep, and you know what they say about guys wearing kilts.
0: Yeah. I know. I know what's underneath. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. We had a guy on our boat who wore a kilt to dinner every night. Oh no. Yeah, I liked him. He was a good guy, but it was Did like Did you it's... ask him? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what an employee. Be... I'm, I was like I can't be going, "Hey, what's underneath?" I, to...
1: I actually have to tell you. when well, when we were in Reno with the uh, the fellas from OCW, yeah, last June, um the day we rode there, it was like, it was, it was not even just blustery. It was like wicked windy. Was this when you were and, in Tahoe? Yeah. But one day we rode in, in Reno because the Tahoe, the wind in Tahoe was supposed to be worse. Yeah. So we go, we go riding in Reno and I, um, well, it was like day, day three or day four. I can't remember of riding. So, and this was. This was before butter. <laughs> this is before
0: butter usage. Butter? What are you talking about butter usage? Uh, chamois butter. Oh, chamois butter. I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ. What kind of butter are you so, using? What are you, what are you buttering?
1: Oh, my gosh. Buttering my biscuit. Um,
0: You're buttering so your... Well, that's what he said. <laughs> He's trying to butter it.
1: <laughs> well, we, we only ride for like 15 miles, but I just can't. I feel so uncomfortable wearing this bike shorts and i have a wrap skirt but i wasn't prepared so i just whipped my cycling shorts off under the wrap skirt oh my god walking around through the um the town of reno and it's super windy and i'm like this is not gonna end well
0: (laughs) so you're you're so you're getting a little breeze in the hoo-ha Oh my gosh! No,
1: I was afraid I was gonna moon somebody or
0: flash somebody. Who's?
1: That's how windy it was.
0: Don't bend. Whatever you do, don't bend over.
1: Oh my gosh! So I did eventually go back to the car and had to get some uh, some undergarments. But well, anyway, that's, that's
0: a that's a, wise, that's a wise
1: call on the on the kilts and the wrap skirts.
0: So, so if you, yeah, if you see a so girl that's like wearing the wrap skirt riding. <laughs> You were just wearing no. it as casual attire.
1: Yeah, because you remember when we did that, um, the Halloween ride, and we all had our costumes on.
0: Yeah, you you, you guys, you and uh, Maria were dressed up as uh, like Sp- Batgirl or something.
1: Yeah, she was Batgirl. I was, uh, what's her face, Black Widow.
0: Black Widow, that's but, right. Uh,
1: but we, because we weren't we are were in costume, we had to go Sans cycling shorts. Not, a, not a good thing to do.
0: Well, luckily, it's only like a 12 mile ride. Exactly. People keep exactly. asking. People ask me about that ride. They go, like, what is this spectacular ride that you do? And it's like, well, it seems to be getting bigger. <laughs> well, last year we had prizes. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, last year we had prizes. That's, That's awesome. awesome. No, it was good. Uh, the girl, there was a girl who dressed up as ET with a little ET and She's the one who won the uh, the prize. So, really? That's yeah. Awesome. There was there, there was about it was weird. There was two helmets, tires. There was all kinds of weird prizes, and so yeah. It was but it was good. It was it, the spectacular ride is is growing in popularity. So that's that's always a good thing. Yeah. So yeah, But sure one of good. the things. So so you didn't have you didn't have. See, for me, I think when I first started, I was kind of 10 up, 10 down. And I think a lot of that was because my ex was nine years older than me.
1: Yeah. Well, same.
0: Exactly I got, nine. As I've gotten older, I think I'm willing to go. I think it's like six, seven up, six, seven down.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: mm-hmm. But a lot of it also depends on their Level of activity, so mm-hmm. if they're you know 60, 62, and but they're very active, then I, of course, I'm going to take that more into consideration, yeah. You know, because granted, that there's some you know, there's some women out there. I mean, like, I don't know how old Dory is, but Dory yeah. is a little ass kicker, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, run circles, yeah. Well, yeah, she was. She likes coming out to our rides because our rides are kind of fast, and so, mm-hmm. and so. Well, if you know Pastor Sammy comes out, man, he <clears throat> that guy lays the torch down. Mm. So I'll was, I'll was say, well, Pastor Sammy's fast. He's got God on his side.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, oh, I, I like
0: I like him. He's a good dude, but yep. uh, but yeah, whenever he shows up, it's like, oh crap, it's going to be fast.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. It pushes everybody a little bit.
0: Oh, it, it well, I think because our ride was so short the other day, the 40 miles, you know, it's like even more so even more so going going fast. Yeah. You know. Oh, you're you're yawning. Yeah, oh, you I only am. have 2 minutes left. I got to I
1: got a jet. Let's end okay.
0: it. Okay. Oh, well, let's do the last one. They only search for partners to support them in old age. I think when you're in your 50s and 60s and you're dating, you are looking for that person to spend your life with. Mm -hmm. At least if you're looking for a long-term relationship. Wouldn't you agree?
1: I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, I think it all depends on the person. Some people need to have that um, person in in their corner, you know, that, that they want to do, like, everything with. And then there's some people that I think don't even want to bother trying. I, I um, think when
0: people get divorced, especially if they're older, they have that sense of independence. They have that independent sense, I think, for a period of time. And... But I think in after so many years you've been divorced, I think people are looking for that long-term relationship.
1: It could be, or it could it be that somebody doesn't even want to try because they don't want to <laughs> deal
0: with the hassle. <laughs> I like, I like you. Yeah, I don't even want to try.
1: Okay. No, serious, Michelle has a, I mean, I Michelle know some of those a hard, people.
0: A hard out, hard out. That's what she said. That's what she said. So we're going to, uh, Oh, so Michelle number 2, the Avocado Queen, or Avocado Fairy, as she likes to be called, said yes to the podcast, so I'm going to try to book her for next Monday. Oh, cool. Yep. But we're going to wish everyone a good night. And this is Eric and? Michelle. With the What He Said, She Said podcast. And we wish everyone a wonderful evening.
1: We bid you adieu.
0: Okay. Yes. Au revoir. Which is, au revoir. That was episode 51, The 15 Important Do's and Don'ts of Dating After 50. Thankfully, Michelle and I were able to keep that to a tight one hour. And we hope you enjoyed our podcast tonight. Once again, this is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. And now on to a word from one of our sponsors.
1: Hi, my name is Michelle. I'm a certified personal trainer and wellness coach. I've been in the fitness industry for 28 years and began combining my R3 method with personal training in 2020. I believe through making changes in your lifestyle, you can thrive versus just survive during peri and post menopause. Until peri menopause, I was able to control my weight through exercise and eating healthy food. During this time, I had many life stressors that were affecting my emotional and physical self. Several months after my 52nd birthday, I hired my own accountability and nutrition coach as I had felt fluffy and stuck with a middle-aged belly and just downright exhausted. I didn't know how to move forward and felt like I needed someone to guide me and hold me accountable. I was ready for change at any cost. What ensued was a mind-body transformation, 18 months of an adventure and education in what my body needed as a menopausal female, focusing on all areas of health, a long, hard look at my nutritional needs, the way I was working out, my sleep, my activity level, my water intake, and learning how to manage stress. The result, 29 pounds lost and 13% body fat gone, restored energy and sleep, stronger workouts, and a passion to help other women do the same. If you are like me, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Coach Michelle with one L, M Fitness, or go to my website at www.mfitnessforlife.com.